Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound, as always. And if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. After Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. <laughs> Do you enjoy listening to us every week? Shout want to support us even more? Column. Become a friend of the program. <clears throat> Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. For just four sixty nine. Nice. Nice. A month. We'll you get, get 20% off all of our merchandise. Yeah. Exclusive giveaways. We do the you can ask us uh, any questions you may have on our right. Patreon we'll tease it on uh, we'll question going. segment every week. Or just leave us basically a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Become a friend of the program again today. That's Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. Lastly, do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, after doing what Bradley and Bobby just told you to do, head on over to CircleBDieCast.com for all your diecast needs and merchandise, and be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. And one last thing before we get started, we'd like to give a shout-out to the Graphics Coop, Any Racing News, and Danny Eugene Photography for all their support. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so uh, occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we edged him out, we beat him, so it's all good. What is it, 2018 again? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, oh, I bet these are going to be fucking terrible. They're either going to be terrible or just we're going to have the whole So, So people plan. people that have listened for a really long time, we did go through a little bout uh, oh where we would have uh, Sunny D with, uh, uh, what was it, Pinnacle Whipped, and it tastes just like a creamsicle. And the, the real OGs have uh, tagged us in some, uh, some tweets and stuff of uh, them actually <coughs> consuming that, and it, it really is truly good. It's just kind of like something you drink in high school. So we, uh, we got to try the uh, Sunny D Vodka Seltzers, and uh, judging by the two that weren't talking right there that tried them, I think oh. that you might have heard there. So at, it's, at, like, at it's first, like drinking an orange peel. At first, it does taste like Sunny D, and it kind of got me excited, and then the aftertaste hits, and boom, is it awful. I don't think it's that bad. I, uh, I mean, it's oh. not the worst thing I've ever had in my mouth. But it's just <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I, it's not good. <laughs> I would say put vodka in it, but it already has vodka in it. They are ass cold, though. They I, are. I had all intentions on just coming on here and being like 3.6 terrible. These are pretty fucking not bad actually i mean i don't know that i would have a hundred of them i don't know I that mean, i would a, buy them on a 90 for, degree day when you're when you're out by the pool or on the I, lake i would a say two yeah. three of these would probably hit the spot if yeah. yeah if we're if we're tarps off in someone's backyard preferably by a lake or some shit then i could see maybe a handful of these but you know it tastes exactly not, like not necessarily think. like a dinner time beverage yeah. no no yeah. No, no yeah not having this with a nice fillet that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> no no fuck no yeah uh, yeah can i get uh the steak tips and, and then uh, do you guys have that sunny, sunny d, d vodka, vodka seltzers, seltzers? Yeah, give me Those a surf and good. turf and a sunny d vodka i'll take seltzer. your finest filet mignon uh lobster tail and a sunny d vodka seltzer <laughs> uh, 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 217 is that what we're episode doing here 217 boys uh i'm charlie you're bobby brad's in the middle i didn't give it a seven nine not a six nine. I would <laughs> nice. Um, I don't know. I uh, six. I was gonna say a five five maybe. Yeah. Those are those yeah. are definitely a lot better. I don't know I don't, what I was expecting, but 
I don't know that I would. I've had worse seltzers. Like uh, I think it was Allagash Brewing Seltzer, probably top tier worst seltzer. I've Corona. Ever had. We had Corona seltzer. Oh my god! Yep, oh. that was worse. Yeah, the worst. God, they were awful. pretty. Bad. I don't think that they stick sell to, them anymore. Stick to making the light beer. <laughs> and I think there's probably a reason. Were... Why. so bad (laughs) like it's pretty bad when the three of us collectively are all like no we're not drinking that like there's there's a there's a ton of times where you're like we don't have anything to drink and it's like that was available and we're all just like no we're not i'll take a poland spring yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm just gonna drink the uh humidity in the air actually that (laughs) sounds a lot better uh yeah. yeah so uh a uh, weekend full of racing, right? Um, right. Like I said, boys, we're in it. The we boat are, racing. We are balls deep in it. Um, Brad, uh, how was Stafford? That was great, yeah. honestly. <laughs> if um, I still had the soundboard, I could have just hit the cricket chirps. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Uh, you know, it was kind of a real, uh, real bummer to you know drive all the way down there and uh, you know just have Matt Hirschman lead every single lap, took everyone's money. And what uh, you're saying, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a good one. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, it. Uh, it rained like a cow pissing on a flat rock all weekend, and uh, pretty Ex- much except uh, on Route 27 in Epping, New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, uh, and apparently it was Cassett. Um But yeah, Oxford uh, actually legitimately rained out this time. Didn't uh, cloud it out. poured fucking yesterday, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, all One. day uh, to the point where. So I now, those of you that don't know, I've made a, a third career change since uh, the inception of this show, and. Um, I, uh, I now do, uh, I work in a body shop and I do a lot of estimates and, uh, of which I had a lovely couple come in today and I had to basically tell them that the two vehicles that got crushed by the tree in their driveway are now total. Uh, <laughs> you're kidding. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it, it was a, it was a good one last night to the point where apparently the, the power flickered in and out a handful of two trees, seven times or so. And Lindsay was up all night. And when it comes to rainstorms, that is peak sleeping time for, oh, for Charlie. Here. God, it's like rocking oh. a baby to sleep. Oh, it's the best. It really is. Just a best. little pitter patter. And uh, let's, let's get at her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I slept like a goddamn infant last night. So that was perfect. That's good. I'm surprised you weren't up all night crying. <laughs> uh, well, I did shit myself. Uh, <laughs> that's more like it. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, Oxford rained out. But uh, Bob, uh, you starred. Yeah, right? we got uh, we got I races heard, in. I heard there's um, some things to talk about and speak of. Went well. Yeah? Yeah, it went well. Um, how, how well did it not go? So, started off the day, um, it was a complete and utter disregard for my own well-being all day. How I did not destroy my race car is beyond me, because I was driving like an absolute buffoon and having the time of my life while doing so. <laughs> go out in the second practice, they send the entire field out. It's not a, a rental cart. I know. I yeah, know. what's it's, the crash? Like I've been too used to them things. So they send all 17 cars, which uh, shout out Star Speedway, 17 cars. Good field on opening day. The problem is half of them were scuffing tires. Oof. So the green light's going, and there's no cars going. And you know how in like Mario Kart, when you run over the the like star and you get the boost, and you're just do 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 do, just carving up the field. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I passed like seven cars in one lap. Just a hero. Just blowing by guys up, down, bottom, top. You know, I catch Jeffrey Battle and Mike Nedishin, blow by them three wide in practice. Jeffrey comes over to me in the driver's meeting. He's like, my crew said you embarrassed me in practice. <laughs> I came in. I was like, That's the most fun I've ever had practicing. I'll probably won't pass another car all day. Uh, well, in the heat race, started uh, fifth, passed one car on the first lap. New they star does the plus minus system. For qualifying, which uh, always benefits me. I think I got like five poles last year out of it. 
So I knew if I could pass, you know, two or three cars, I was gonna have a pretty good shot at at the at uh, you know, getting the pole for the feature. And I got to the outside of a second car, drove the thing right straight in the fence. Um, so that ended that run pretty quickly. I just settled back in line. And uh, did you forget where it was? Or no, I just it was a hail mary. You know, with with the three fifty supers, they're very momentum. You know, high horsepower or uh, excuse me, high downforce, low horsepower. So, like, you just got to be a rock star on the restarts and make shit happen, and that's all I was doing. I just floored it in the center of three and four trying to get by Jimmy Chambers, and he gave me room. I just wasn't quite in there enough and probably should have backed out earlier than I did, but I instead just bounced this thing off the fence. I think Dan Suarez did the same thing today. No, well, that's embarrassing. All about And Joey Logano, too. To the yeah. front, me amigo. <laughs> um, didn't quite go full Noah, but... Um, yeah. Uh, so I white, <laughs> so whitewalled the right side wheels in the heat race. Uh, started uh, seventh, I think, because there was I think seven of us that all had plus ones. And uh, yeah, it was a fuck show right from the drop of the green. What happened? Um, so lap two, I uh, I tried to pass the same number one car again um, in the feature. And, not me. Or, no, not you. Um, <laughs> kid by the name of Jimmy Chambers. It's his first. He raced the super a long time ago, but. Uh, has been doing Nemo Midget things for the last 15 or so years, but now he's back driving Justin Belfury Super. And uh, on cold tires, me, once again, like I said, complete and utter disregard for my own well-being. I, sh- I ship the thing under the top, completely missed turn one on cold tires, slide up the hill. Jimmy Storrs gets a run underneath me, and I'm like, ah, fuck. Here's one I'm going to have to get back by. And uh, we go down into three, drives in the side of me. Yeah, well, that's on brand. And we go down into one, he drives into the side of me. Like, yep, uh-huh, that's all right. Nope, one more of these, and I've had enough. And we go down to three, and he drives in the side of me so hard that I get sideways. I save it. He doesn't. He spins to the grass. Caution comes out. He's he's flailing his arms at me in the infield, and I'm like, I don't. You drove into the side of me three times, Jimmy. I don't. I don't know what you want from me. Um, these aren't street stocks. He had just wrecked his street stock like nine times in the race before ours. So um, he spent a lot of time in the infield scheduled on tweet. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Between both cars, like Jimmy. Jimmy's a great dude. Don't get me wrong, but. Uh, his race car spent a long time, a lot of time facing the wrong direction on Saturday in both uh, classes. So on the ensuing restart, um, forgive me if I don't get the timeline of events correct here, but it took five tries um, to get lap two in. And when I say that, it actually took six because on the fifth try, they kicked the whole division off the racetrack. On the next restart, now when Jimmy spun, he kicked a bunch of dirt onto the track in turn four. And which Jimmy is this again? Store. Start that okay. so, yeah. so when he spun, he spun in uh, turn four, kicked all kinds of dirt on the track. <clears throat> Okay, all right, that makes sense. Um, on one of the restarts, like I might get the order of these all fucked up. I haven't got a chance to go back and watch my GoPro. Um, James Caps was restarting third. Ryan Battle was fifth. I think I was sixth. James buzzes the tires in the dirt. Brad Bab goes by him. Ryan Battle buzzes his tires in the dirt. I go by both of them. Guy behind Ryan either buzzed his tires or hit Ryan. I don't know. He spins out in the infield. Caution comes out. Okay, try it all again. On the next restart, we go down into one. James is underneath Brad. He pushes up, hits Brad. Ryan Battle drills it in three wide. They're all crashing and banging. I'm like, which lane do I want here? Do I want the bottom? Do I want the middle? Or do I want the top? Okay, I can pick all three of them. Um, the Ryan in, like just blows it into three, throws a gnarly slider, clears James and Brad. So Brad clears James coming out of four. I get by James going into one. And Brad just flat runs Ryan Battle right to the fucking gun range down the street. I mean, almost <laughs> to the drag strip. And I'm like, whoa, sweet. I'm going to get two spots here. I get underneath Ryan. Somebody up back spins out ends up out in the, out in the puckies. So, all right, under caution again. They put the 64 and the 21 back by me. I'm like, oh, fucking, I've already passed these guys. I'm going to pass them again. Um, let's see what happens on this next restart. 
I think they called it back. I don't know why. Seemed like it was a great start. They moved the restart box like further, like deeper into three and later out of four. So um, if you remember last year, the herky-jerky restarts that I bitched about where I spun Brad Babbo, those are just as bad, if not worse now, because you're now further into the corner when you're trying to start. And it's, you know, like I was talking to Rusty about it. With cars that have transmissions, that's fine. You just put in third gear, go around the corner, launch, shift. Well, with these, we don't we don't have gears. Like, we don't have a transmission. So you got guys way woed up in the center of the corner trying to stand on the gas pedal, and it, it just it just doesn't work. But So they call that start back, and um, same thing. I think I passed the 21 again on that restart. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I've passed Ryan Battle like four times now. On the next restart, same thing. I get a run. I passed Ryan. I passed James Caps. I'm like, okay, good. Um, you know, try to get some momentum, try to get in a rhythm. Well, Ryan got to run down the backstretch and I knew he was out there, but I thought I'd cleared him. So I come off a four, hit some dirt, slide up the racetrack, run into Ryan, bounce Ryan's shit off the fence, bounce my shit off the fence. And then three cars behind Ryan, all drive over each other and wreck. Caution comes out again. And this time Weber says, all of you to the pits, sends the whole division into the, into the, uh, pet penalty box, I guess. Did you, and did you get your PP slip? And let the six shooters, they were the only race left today, they got to go out and run their race. Now, wow. we're all in the penalty box, and they corral all of us drivers and make us go sit in the grandstands and watch the six-shooter race. Can't touch your car, can't refuel, can't readjust air pressures, nothing. Makes all, We all watched the first ten laps of the six-shooter race, and Timmy brought us over french fries from the concession stand. <laughs> <laughs> so, we go back out there. Um you know, like I said, wouldn't let us refuel our cars. That's pertinent for later on in the story. We go back out and uh, we we rattle off some laps. Um, I think Jimmy's or uh, no. So in the last wreck before they parked us, Jimmy Storrs had spun and backed into a light pole. <laughs> Jesus now, Christ! I knew that I was going to be restarting fourth at this point. Now it is now Eddie Whitcomb's the leader. Jeffrey Battle second. Bradley's third. Uh, Bradley Babb, not Saucier. Um, needless to say and i was and i was fourth so i'm trying to ride around in the second groove to clean dirt out of the second groove knowing you know that's where i'm going to be restarting and it felt like the the groove was pretty clean and we go into turn three they tell us to cross up give us one to go jeffrey jumps outside of eddie i jump outside of brad and i get like play sandstorm by darude because it was just bad sand everywhere i'm like what what the fuck i just spent the last like five laps under yellow trying to clean the top groove off. And now it's like, it's as worse as I've ever seen. Well, I guess when Jimmy Storrs come out of the pits and fired his car up, all kinds of dirt just fell out of the back of it Ooh. and covered the racing groove. So I'm like, well, this is going to be fun. So we dropped the green, all four of us that I could see, you know, Eddie, Jeffrey, Brad, and I, we are buzzing the tires, you know, sliding around. Like, well, that's going to be dangerous. I got a pretty good run, though, and I and Brad and I, we went wheel-to-wheel through one and two, raced down the backstretch, went into three. I actually thought I might have had a nose on him, and I'm like, all right, one more good corner here. I think I can pinch him off and uh, and pass him. And he pushes up a little bit in the dirt, and I push up like big time in the dirt, and the thing just takes off, and I am I knew I was going to hit the wall. And I'm like, well, I guess it, if I just let the car go on its own accord, I'm going to hit the wall pretty hard, or I can try to gas it up. Maybe it might... That might spin the tires and free it up a little bit, and it did. But bam, fucking smash thing off the fence again. Ryan Battle passes me. I'm like, fucking, I've passed Ryan five <laughs> times now. And and between Brad and I, we abused him like a white girl at a trailer park. Like, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and he, 
and he thought it was hilarious. Like he does, he doesn't get wound up at all. He's like a golden retriever puppy, you know. He's just <laughs> just happy to be there. Uh, so, so we run off a bunch of laps now at this point, and uh, get into lap traffic. We the top five were pretty close. Jeffrey had taken the lead in lap traffic, um, and he actually ran into the sixty four of James Caps, cut his right rear down. James spins, caution comes out. And I'm like, all right, that's good. That's what I needed. Like I, I was, I was catching Brad. I was catching Ryan. I'm like, no, here's the chance for, you know, for me to steal a couple spots and we're crossed up, getting ready to go. Coming out of turn two, Ryan battle pulls up and stops. Like, oh, that's weird. Push truck goes around, pushes him in the pits. We ride around under yellow, some more laps. He comes back out right out of fuel. Um, so we had done a fair amount of laps, but I mean, my car, car doesn't use that much gas you know i i start every race with 11 gallons and usually end with six um five you know if on a tough night but uh certainly had enough to go the distance <clears throat> so he rejoins back of the field now i'm fourth um on the outside of bradley again so we take off we I, once again same restart as before me and brad side by side racing hard wheel to wheel we make a lap. We come around to complete another lap. I look up. Eddie Wickham's waving his hand. So I got to check up. Brad gets by him. I get by him. Sweet. We're in third. Caution comes out. Eddie ran out of gas. I go, okay. They stop the whole field. You know, because this race hasn't taken long enough. <laughs> and they allow everybody to refuel. But we're going to give the 39 and the 21 their spots back. Out of fairness of competition, I'm like. After the fact? I'm like, that's horse shit. That's absolute horseshit. And they're like, you, you'd run out too. I said, bullshit. In fact, me and dad did the calculations. I would have ended the race with three and a half gallons of fuel in the tank. I'm like, you're going to fucking... We, first off, we just ran laps while the 21 was in the back. Like, the, it's not my fault that these guys put five and a half gallons in their car. Like, the every race that you enter has the chance to go like this. I mean, we've all been a part of races that are complete and utter clusterfucks. Correct. That's the risk you run if you don't want to fill your fuel tank or not. Everybody's got a big enough fuel tank in these cars to go 75 or even 100 laps maybe. So going, we had gone 27 laps under green and maybe 30 or 40 under yellow. Shouldn't have been an issue. So I'm fucking hot, like fired up. Like this is horse shit. Like there's no way you're going to put two cars that ran out of gas and pitted back in front of me. But they did. So... Whatever, just refocus. Yeah, I don't know why that would make sense to anybody, but I get it. The race director Dave McGuire thought it would be, you know, we as a division, we made it a shit show. Like, I get it, but once again, I wouldn't have ran out. So if the race had just run its distance, maybe I'd have won the fucking race because I'd have been the only guy. But whatever, you can't argue it. They can't change it now. So now, what the anticipated running order should be is fourteen, thirty-nine, forty-one. 21 13 we uh we pretty much had the rest of the field cover ryan Locke was pretty fast but um other than that like that's how the race was going to shake out so we get everybody fueled up everybody push started back because you know i know you guys love the push start deal nah. <laughs> so we get back all going and they're saying 21 and 21 up to third and ryan's in front of me and he puts his hand out the cage like what now, the 21 up one, 21 up one, 21 in front of the 41, 21 in front of the 41. So eventually he goes, well, rightfully so. Brad starts fighting for a spot back, like swerving, you know, won't let him in. And they're, they're pointing, they're hollering. And even now I'm like flailing my arms like, no, you guys got it wrong. Like this is not the 41 hasn't been behind the 21 since uh, like two hours ago when this fucking race started. And to the point where eventually 
Weber comes down on the racetrack and tells Brad, get to fourth. So Brad just says, fuck it, parks his car in the middle of the racetrack. Stops. <laughs> caution comes, you know, caution was still out, but, you know, now we've extended this caution even longer. And uh, he just parked it. Fucking just full on Josh Williams it. And uh, he didn't get out, but he uh, he did park it and drove it back to the pit area when they refired him and uh, called it a day. So, well, now I'm up fourth. <laughs> Gained a spot there. And uh, the rest of the race went green to checkered. Um, I passed Ryan on the restart. And, you know, the two red flags sitting, adding fuel. Like, my car was out to lunch by the time it was all said and done. Um, really didn't. I was going the same speed as Eddie for second, but I wasn't going to pass him. Couldn't catch Jeffrey. So, not a terrible day um, for us. Anyway, a good start to the year, finishing third, but just a frustrating day. Overall, um, you know, Weber posted on on Facebook that they, they flat fucked up and they got it wrong and they admitted it. And, and I've seen this happen before. It happened last year in the Oxford 250. Um, Brandon Barker just got two spots out of nowhere in a Concy. And I've seen, you know, scoring nightmares and super modifieds. You know, the smack race at Lee last year was, was a lot worse scoring wise than this one was. So, um, hopefully not too big of a black eye on the, on the division, on the racetrack, but it certainly was, uh, probably the worst race, uh, worst super race I've ever been a part of at star. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a, that that's would have been a, a lot to type out and write on Facebook. So that's why I figured I'd just come here and, t- and uh, say, it. <clears throat> we yeah. didn't, we didn't see just one. So I figured yeah. that there must've been more to the story. And there was some that were uh, a lot more harshly worded. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, don't doubt that. Yeah. That's a mouthful for sure. Um, I mean, everybody's entitled to a fuck up, I guess. And, uh, it was just stars turn. Um, but there's always next week, right, Bob? Yeah, next week's going to be a good one. I'm really looking forward to it. Bob Weber Senior Memorial um, pays extra money, pays lap money. Granite State Pro Stocks are there. We get to race before the Pro Stocks. That means I can go to the bar. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, Yeah, it'll be a good one. I think the weather looks better than it did last weekend. And uh, shout out to Star for getting it in. I mean, every racetrack from fucking Delaware to fucking Canada rained out this weekend, so... Yeah, it was except Star Speedway in Wisconsin. <laughs> it was it was yeah. pretty impressive. Um, drink after that. I think uh, I think Bobby Weber had posted something about the the radar and, and it it didn't look good and and people and I know that had been following it that were going to be going down there said you know I think we're going to go but you know, I just I feel like we're going to be sitting in the rain and it seems like that obviously wasn't the case so it ended up uh, being the right decision on Bobby Weber's behalf and he uh, he seems to do that quite a bit when it comes to we uh, haven't the radar. I haven't had a rain out myself at Star since 2018. And I, and I remember you saying that when I saw Bobby Weber's post because there was a lot of people up in arms like, there's no way, whatever. And then I was just like, hey, they're, they're definitely going to get it in. you know. Impending rain is probably one of the biggest, uh, I don't know if downfall is the right word, but one of the hardest things that any owner or promoter would have to take on because it's one, yeah, it quite literally might rain and you just can't <laughs> get the show in. Two, you now have all of these amateur keyboard meteorologists that are saying, oh, it's raining in fucking Mississippi. It's like, okay, sick. Everybody's phone has the fucking Weather Channel app. But <laughs> but with that, too, you know, say if you have a family of fucking three or four and you want to go to the races and just enjoy yourself from the stands, well, if you think it's going to rain all day, you're probably not going to go. And now if I'm a Bobby Weber or a Tom Mayberry or whatever and I open up my racetrack, I still have to pay all my competitors that ran that race, even if nobody shows up in the stands. And staff. So, and, and staff everything. and everybody. So, And there was a good little crowd. Um, obviously light for the conditions, but honestly more people there than I thought would be. Yeah, um, and it, it's a it's a business decision at the end of the day, so you can't fault people. Like Tom last <clears> week, 
Does it suck that it we you know we got clouded out at the end of the day? Yeah, but you know if nobody was gonna show up, then you don't really you don't need racetracks getting losing money either. So um, I get both sides of it. Yeah, that that uh, definitely makes sense. Like uh, it was calling for a hundred percent chance of rain last week at Oxford, and they clouded out. Obviously, didn't end up raining until way later. They would have been able to get the event in, but I mean, out of all the people, social media just. Not even, I mean, take away social media. Anyone that's sitting down watching the weather report, you're not going to show up to the racetrack when there's a 100% chance of rain. Um, nothing more miserable than spending money and then uh, just getting there, just getting soaked sitting there. Um, so definitely shout out to Bobby Weber. He seems to uh, have it, have his ball, the ball rolling when it comes to just making those calls. Like, I feel like it's just like, like you just mentioned. I mean, it, it's, it's a losing proposition almost just right out of the gate when, when people are just that up in arms about something like if that. It, if the forecast doesn't say it's sunny and 75 with fucking zero clouds, a racetrack owner or promoter is fighting some fucking idiot that's going to be like, oh, well, it's supposed to rain. You know, when's the makeup date? Are we racing Monday? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's a shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, either go or don't. Yeah, <clears throat> right. And uh, I feel like this this week, uh, you you ought to uh, with the weather looking a lot better. You ought to make yeah, it you ought out to go. You ought to uh, make it out to Star Speedway. It's a good time to bring up that this episode is brought to you by Star Speedway. Like Bobby just mentioned, the Granite State Pro Stock Series Hedges One Hundred uh, Hedges Excavating One Hundred is uh, at uh, Star Speedway this Saturday night, uh, along with the Bob Weber Senior Memorial for the Three Fifty Supers. You got the Six Shooters, Slingshots, and Cruisers as well. Races start at five p.m. Uh, he's, he's roll at five. So get there a little early, head on over to the, uh, the, the, the tavern that, what is it, the outside, outside groove, groove saloon. saloon. Yeah. I, I, every time I think of a racetrack bar, I just have to go with the turn five tavern. And I know that's, that's not the case. There might be a, there might be a little, uh, trademark deal there. Oh, no, that place doesn't exist anymore. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. I don't know what the, <laughs> neither how, does Beatridge, but you can't name anything. <laughs> they can call their bar circuit city too. Cause that place doesn't exist either, but circuit city with like the little fucking, the little carrot and the, the two up there, the small one. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely head on over to star speedway this Saturday, 5 PM is when everything starts, get there at three, go enjoy some beverages and, uh, support a racetrack that, uh, had the balls to open up last weekend when uh, everyone said that it couldn't be done. So, and I'm sure Bobby probably wishes he could just let it rain out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, like, like you mentioned, it's, everyone's in it's, to it's tough. Up. Don't like, I'm not trying to shit on the racetrack here. And I think a lot of people, the way I worded my Facebook post, probably thought I was going to come on here and just burn the racetrack down. And it's okay to be frustrated, but it's also like you guys said, it's okay to have a fuck up. I know I've fucked up as a race director at Bartlett before. There is human element involved. Balls and strikes. It sucks. You know, it sucks for them. They got to deal with it. It sucks for Brad Babb. He got absolutely hosed. Um, It sounds like he's probably not coming back to star, but um. Either way, we race again next week. I'm sure by July, nobody will even remember why they were mad about this week. So, Very good point. Very yeah. good point. The rest of the races at Star were good, too. The street stock race was phenomenal. I know uh, I know it was, it, was, it was rough, and it ended under caution because they had so many cautions. I think every car in the field got put to the back at least once. Um, it was pretty rad. I was loving it. I'm <laughs> like, this is exactly why we have the fuck yeah street stock mm-hmm. shirt because the entire race, I'm going fuck yeah street stocks. Love that. On brand. Yeah. Uh, street stocks are good for that. 
I think uh, so. Was Cassett also raced on Saturday? Uh, group two opening day. Uh, Josh and Claire won the street stock race. And in other news, water is wet. Yeah, he wins a lot. Um, I somebody won the modified race, and somebody else won the bang banger races. So <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> way to go, way to uh, go out on a limb there. With yeah, those. way um, to go, those guys. <laughs> yeah, hey. uh, I wasn't there, obviously. Uh, Saturday, uh, quick pull up of the results here. I could probably get <laughs> Saturday. Uh, I actually. Uh, so we wake up Saturday and, and Oxford cancels for Sunday. And now Lindsay and I were laying around. We're like, what the fuck are we supposed to do all weekend? Because, like, I love her to death, but I don't want to sit there and stare at her all weekend either. <laughs> but um, so called up the old boy, Nate Barth. He shows up at the house. And uh, we had ourselves a time on Saturday where I was even calling Brad, who was at the fucking yee yee fucking the yeetard me dissel fucking <laughs> yeetard what an <laughs> underrated fucking word <laughs> y- the yaltism event and uh <laughs> shout out forges <laughs> <laughs> and uh fucking uh, i called you up i was like hey what time are you gonna be home you're like oh this is scheduled from like midnight to fucking midnight so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna be home yeah i was like that sucks <laughs> And um, so we ended up going down to the driving range just down the road here and started eating some golf balls into the, the pond over Chonderways. And we had ourselves some uh, fucking Rex's Toad House, followed by some axe throwing event uh, where probably shouldn't have done that. I fucking threw my back out because I'm old now. And mm. then uh, Sunday, it fucking monsooned all day. Um, it did. And Nate, yet again, did not get to race in the limited sportsman division um at oxford so uh, yeah we'll have to put that off one more week but uh how was the uh the yeetard event over at, uh, at oxford <laughs> uh so i uh obviously work in the bar at oxford uh the majority of this year and uh this was obviously something that wasn't on my schedule because i go I off the oxford even existed. yeah exactly i go off the oxford Plains speedway schedule um and this was an oxford dragway event but the uh the racetrack was being used to um show off some vehicles um some lifted trunks and uh so i basically gave you know hannah a list of events that i could make it to and or pretty much it was the ones i couldn't make it to because there was very few of them and she's like well i could really use you friday and saturday I was like, what the hell's going on Friday and Saturday up at the track? She's like, oh, it was a 603 Diesels event. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And, <laughs> See, uh, you say that, and I'm thinking, like, GM made a 603 diesel motor? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> There's going to be 603 <laughs> diesels here? Yeah. Uh, so she, she's like, oh, yeah, it's yes. like a really big, it's really, really big event. They got this many tickets pre-sold and camping and stuff. And People I'm like, tickets for oh, that? okay. Um, yeah, there was surprisingly a lot of people there um bunch of 16 year olds but it was like uh it, <laughs> how were all their father's trucks it was yeah yeah i was i was thinking uh you know pretty much as i was leaving the facility i was like general admission is uh, actually 35 dollars in cash and you just have to make sure to show someone that you have your dad's credit card in your wallet um <laughs> I, so when the, basically when the weekend was starting, I'm like, oh, it's going to rain all weekend. You know, like I, I don't want to go work this event. I want to work the pass race because I want to be there for the pass race, obviously. But the, as the weather looked worse and worse, I was like, ah, fuck, like I probably ought to go up there and work at least one of the days. So I went and I played uh, 18 holes of golf with Ty Johnson uh, with a, with a crisp 7:30 AM uh, tea time and at spring meadows in gray. And just played it by ear and was like, you know what? I guess I'll go up later later in the day and just help out, see what I can do. Um, so made it up there. Was um, honestly pretty surprised with the, the turnout. There was a ton of uh, lifted trunks. Um, 
that were that were parked all over the racetrack. They were doing drag racing down around the back. There was a lot of people there. Um, there was a lot of okay. So there was a lot of trucks and very few brain cells. <laughs> it was pretty much uh, a lot of fifteen-year-old girls with flannels and cowboy boots. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, I muffin tops hanging out. I um I <clears throat> called Amanda like after on the drive down twenty-six to to go back home, and I was just like I. I'm so scared. Like, I don't know what just happened, but like, did you feel violated? I d- yeah. I don't understand like what I was even at for an event. Like when I say that there was upwards of 10 brain cells among the like 2000 people that were there, like, or there was probably more than that total around the whole premises. But the people that were like around the racetrack, I was like, this is just, this is unfathomable. Um, so what did they just have like trucks parked and people are like oh look a diesel truck and then go and three feet and be like so, oh look another diesel truck that's exactly what it oh, was look at this one and it's another diesel truck and that's what Fuck I don't yeah. understand is there was like all right so hear me out we put dirt in the middle yeah I can I can understand. I actually would know if they actually did that I can understand like we put monster trucks out there you show up and you have a bunch of like minded folk and you just sit around like the the tailgate and you just tailgate with a bunch of people that are all there for the same reason was it not that no Um, there was like four trucks of the like 300 that had anyone standing around them and then the rest of it was just 16 year old kids walking around with illegal twisted tees just like pointing (laughs) respect like just pointing at trucks and being like i think sucks that's a truck I'm like, what? <laughs> that's another truck. What is the point? Oh, look Why at that one. We... It's got tires. Look like, at that one. It's a truck. Like, I'm like, what are we doing here? I was just freaking out going down 26 on like FaceTime with Amanda. Just four like, zins I, in at once. I have no idea what just happened. Like, I think it's more terrifying. Uh, like on the drive back, knowing that. Once you leave, all of those people are now out in the wild, and oh, not contained in one well, I mean, space. It is Oxford. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there was on just the from Oxford to the Turnpike, which is like a twenty-minute drive. There was four of them pulled over on the side of the road, and I was like, <laughs> "Fucking get them, get them!" And uh, I was just having the time of my life. But I just I on the drive home when I was there, I was just very very confused the whole time. Um, my seemed th- like there was a there was a there was a fair amount of really really good nice people, and there was a whole bunch of sixteen year old kids that are just like behind I the exhaust next year should, getting painted. I think uh, I shouldn't have stepped on that. I think next year we should bring our our Tacomas up. Yeah, we should absolutely. <laughs> now, now, go, now go back and just say what you just said before I stepped on it. Uh, yeah, so there was a bunch of sixteen-year-old kids walking around getting their faces painted, and they're probably going to be canceled by the end of the week. What were they going to get painted by? Ooh, pick me, yeah. uh, Charlie. Um, the vessel smoke. <laughs> These fucking kids were putting their head up to the tailpipe of a truck, <laughs> like. Mind you, there's so much better ways to commit suicide. Quicker, <laughs> <laughs> mind you, these assholes. From what I could tell through Snapchats, after doing their 22nd eighth mile pass, <laughs> <laughs> they reached speeds upwards of 51 miles an hour. <laughs> they had like totally trash cans for exhaust tips on these fucking yeah, things. five gallon buckets. Yeah, sick, dude. And you with the ace hardware. These Congrats. kids could put their whole head in there. Yeah. And they did. <laughs> what? Wait, numerous times. What still, would make wait, you... Wait, we're still talking about trucks. Right? I would yeah. rather <laughs> do black tar heroin that I know <laughs> killed its last victim than stick my head into a diesel truck exhaust and listen to the owner go, run, 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 run. Correct. Yeah, I don't like... And oh, then the wham, fact... Bum, 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 It bum. wasn't even the fact that they were doing it. It was just the, the sense of pride that they like waltzed away with. And everyone at that meet has the same 
fucking like jaunt where it's just like they're like lifting their fucking shoulders every yeah, they time keep, they walk. I call it bucket arms because they walk around like they're lifting two buckets. <laughs> yes, exactly. Their shoulders the, are, are hyped the, out there. You know. All the kids that went to AutoZone and spent $15 on Edelbrock fucking valve covers and yeah. said they rebuilt their motor. It it was just, it was a, it was a. Built, not bought. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, and how did you build mm. that? Oh, you bought those things. Okay. <laughs> the thing that I don't understand was that the, the, the trucks that were like the more popular ones per se with like everyone walking around there are were literally from Massachusetts and they're going to be going down I290 like sick man congrats on having a fucking 9 uh, miles per gallon on the highway some, somewhere in an alternate universe there's a diesel truck podcast just making fun of race car drivers for turning left all the time probably which, which like you're right. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> correct. But fuck, these trucks are stupid. They just I mean, I've done a lot of dumb shit in racing, but never have I ever stuck my head into the exhaust of a running vehicle dumb. Like that's a new level of just like <laughs> that, that's yeetard. Yes. <laughs> absolute yeah. yeetard. The, the yaltism's hanging out like you're I, I don't know. It's self induced at that point. Like they're giving it to themselves by breathing in diesel fucking truck exhaust Soot. Soot. yeah i don't Soot. yeah it looks like they're you're literally, literally like eating a, your chimney pal what are you chimney doing sweep from the fucking 30s <laughs> like listen fucking oh, trevor miner nah yeah. oh okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like listen trevor you just had fucking health class on thursday and they showed you the exact picture of what your lungs are going to look yeah. like monday morning L- landon honey listen yes. uh, Travis, stop. get out of the exhaust <laughs> stop oh <laughs> uh, f- fucking Quinn over but there. But Kyle's Monster Energy lifted truck is the sickest. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that fucking underglow, dude. I can't wait to see that bitch on I-95. <laughs> you see that bottle lift? Hockey pucks. Mm. <laughs> Just, I... My favorite are the ones that jack them to the fucking moon, and then they have their drag link at like a fucking 180 degree <laughs> angle, and they're like, yeah, fucking rips a wheel out of my hand when I hit a bump. It's like, no <laughs> shit. And the rear end moves a foot. <laughs> Why would it happen? <laughs> Yeah, fucking science. That's <laughs> wild. Uh, <laughs> like you said, probably most of the people at this event are actually pretty cool. I had I had quite a few friends there, and 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 I uh, like the dudes from A plus. They built a pretty nasty Ford and brought it up there, and they do kinds of cool shit. So those aren't the ones we're making fun of. No, we're making fun of the sixteen year olds that just left the Walmart parking lot at a truck meet. <laughs> the kids and went that, to the truck meet. The kids at that are Speedway and paid their way in. The kids that are the reason that A plus makes boatloads of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, the, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, Let's mm. go to the next one. Uh, yeah. With we'll, the Tacomas. We'll bring our truck. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring my truck over to just clapped out with fucking rockers missing in the bed. Fucking rusted on me. Yeah, you see them? Those are 17s. So, yeah, that, that, that's stock. Yeah. You just got to make sure that. I'll, I'll wear I'll, <laughs> You just got to make sure that when the event goes back towards the dragway and there's just 40, like, thousand trucks parked around the racetrack, you're the one fucking yeetard over there just revving the piss out of it. So then when everyone comes back over, they're like, well, what the hell is that over there? I was, I was, I was thinking me and Brad open our hoods. And see that? See that? <laughs> it's a V6. Like two, 2.8 liter. You know, you, you know where that came from? Kentucky. <laughs> the Toyota dealership. I put, the, I, put the, I put the dents in the bed all on my own. <laughs> Use my fucking fist after I took a sip of yeah. Monster Energy. Yeah, I did that with your mama's head when I had her bent over the back of it, you son of a bitch. It's got 5% tin all the way around, built not bought. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, yeah. pay, I paid someone else to do it myself. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Tough break for the diesel truck community. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Belt Not Bought is the fucking the, the <laughs> show, show, title. show title for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was really secretly hoping for uh, Ryan Battle being abused like a white woman in a trailer park would be the title. But that's a really I, long I think one. Built Not Bought is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Built not we shouldn't bought. condone so uh, long domestic violence. I, uh, well, so, you so, know what they say, though? I like what, my beer <laughs> like I like my violence. Domestic. <laughs> think about it i don't know who yeah, says that <laughs> but i just remember being uh in the beer aisle with brandon ingles on the fourth of july so the beer aisle was packed and he said that and about half of the aisle was mortified and the other half thought it was hilarious uh-huh. the, the other half was probably there for the same reason i <laughs> thought it was funny so i don't know why that just made me think of it but bring it all the way back to where my day started on saturday we got paired up ty and i with this random dude and typically when you get paired up with a random guy at a golf course not going to be great um they probably are like so this guy's just third wheeling it with you two yeah he was the coolest dude of all time like undoubtedly the 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 coolest add-on to our tea time that i've ever had and we're on like hole three and like we don't really know this guy well i guess and uh so he goes to take a putt Puts it and just goes fucking sick. What does your husband play too? <laughs> I went over. I got back in the cart. I just like laughed and like I didn't know if he was actually pissed. So I got back in the cart with Ty and I was like, "This guy's a fucking riot." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna use that one for the rest of my life. I've never heard that one either. So, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. So bringing it all the way back to uh, to race cars, I think that uh, we should we should go to uh, what we're gonna call our resident Dover correspondent. So. Uh, <laughs> people that people that know uh, our friend Ryan Jackson know that he's an absolute character. People that have listened for a really long time and have heard uh, Chris Gagne on the program see money. He might might even be a Patreon uh, show. So uh, anyone that's li- subscribed over there that's listened, uh, Chris and Ryan are best friends, and they are very similar, and they are fucking hilarious. And I went with them last year to Dover, and we made the pact that we were going to go to Dover every year. And uh, just so happens that Dover scheduled, or no, sorry, the Sizzler was scheduled for Dover weekend. So I was planning on going to the Sizzler, and Ryan had bought in his camping and his tickets, and uh, was heading down there by himself. So him and <laughs> him and his girlfriend Julie made their way down, and no one else came with them. And uh, I felt bad right off the jump, and uh, he had a he had a great time. But in, Jake in Rogers a, was also down there. Yeah, in a in a very heartwarming feeling. Um, you you go back about a year ago, a little over a year ago, uh, a random listener from North Carolina reached out to me to tell Brad he would give Brad a ride from Hickory to Atlanta. Yes. Um, Brad didn't get murdered, so we decided that this gentleman could stay. His name was Brian, and those two found each other Saturday night. They did, yeah. So we're going to hear a little bit more about that. And, Very uh, heartwarming. <clears throat> we're we're going to do a little, little phone call here. So uh, the audio yeah. might be a little shoddy at first. We'll work on it afterwards. But, uh, yeah, the uh, these two are characters, and uh, judging by Snapchats, they had a fantastic time. So... Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna give Ryan a call here. And, see, it's uh, funny see you say that because Jake Rogers has very much the opposite reaction. I feel like we should call Jake and see the other half too. What's up, <laughs> Jackson? What's going on, buddy? Not too much. How are you guys? Oh, uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we were just okay. uh, we just got done our weekends, and uh, we we're calling you the resident Dover correspondent, as you were the only one of our uh, pals from up this way that uh, made the jaunt down there. So. Uh, we're going to need uh, – we, we didn't watch a, a lot of the Xfinity Series race. I know that you were there for that. So uh, we're going to need a little bit of an update on uh, on what happened down there. So just a little backstory. You're from uh, Harrison, Maine. How far away from uh, Dover is that? 
Uh, GPS says that it's about eight hours, but it seems to always take me nine and a half with a few stops. <laughs> well, that's good. So uh, typically Dover, uh, I know that we went last year and we made the pack that we were going to go every year because it's a badass little track. And uh, last year it called for, I think, uh, maybe 20% chance of rain and we got all of that. So uh, tell us, uh, t- talk us through uh, your trip down and uh, you know what you uh, endured this weekend. So I had checked the weather forecast probably a million times Wednesday before we were headed down and decided I should probably load my truck completely full of tarps and zip ties and rope and everything possible to set up a homeless camp. At <laughs> so Portland, Delaware. I start my drive down. No no uh, Mexicans selling mangoes in New York this time, unfortunately. Oh, fuck. So you're hungry. Get to Dover Thursday, get all my stuff set up. I have a tarp over my tent, an easy up, tarps over that. I am thinking that there's absolutely no way we are getting wet. We're going to make it work. Everything's going to be fine. I had added your friend Brian on Snapchat, and I wanted to meet him. He tells me where he is in Lot 10, so I immediately make my way over to lot 10 and start asking every camper if brian is there (laughs) probably check 10 campers no one knows who brian is i'm like well this is going good i mean that's good for brian so far through the weekend if no one knows who you are by the end of the day thursday or or into friday then you're doing pretty good yeah so i finally find brian and his boys and brian introduces me as the guy who picked bradley up at hickory and brought him to atlanta (laughs) He is telling me that I'm the one who didn't rape your friend Bradley, and I told him that he probably should have. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we were cracking some beers, watching the NFL draft, hanging out, and uh, met all his whole crew and decided to head to Piney's on Thursday night just to see what was going on over there. Pretty quiet night in Lot 10 on Thursday. Not a lot of people around, but still some people drinking beers didn't stay out too late decided to go back and sleep in the tent because i knew friday was going to be a nightmare with the rain i wake up friday morning i'm zip tying tarps to easy ups making everything as solid as i can get it i have no joke probably 35 tent stakes holding down all my stuff (laughs) i decide to go and lay down and take a nap and i hear some wind i mean it doesn't seem too crazy it's raining i'm like ah whatever i'm just gonna sleep for a little bit so i hear a crash Julie opens the window of the tent, looks out, and she says, I think there's some people setting up next to us, and it looks like their easy up is broken. I'm like, (laughs) whatever, I'll get out and help them out, see what's going on. I get out of the tent, everything that I had staked down is gone. Can't even see it. Completely (laughs) off the map, gone. Two guys are dragging back a pile of twisted metal, and they're like, hey, man, uh, your tent is ruined. (laughs) And I'm just standing there in a complete downpour, no idea what to do, can't find any of my stuff, everything's soaked, destroyed campsite. So we throw most of our easy ups into the dumpster, bunch of ripped tarps in the dumpster, and I start looking up hotels, and for some reason I think that I should look up a room at the casino. So I open up my phone, get get the price of that, 380 bucks a night at Bali's. So... Immediately, I decide to scroll to Super 8 Motel and see how much that could possibly be. $69.99. Super 8 Crack Den is 250 bucks a night, and I now realize I don't have a choice. I am headed to Super 8 Motel. Oh. 
get to Super 8 Motel. It's about the size of a shoebox. Decide that I'm going to take off my wet clothes and take a shower. Turn on the shower, and I am not kidding you. The water is, like, drizzling out. Can't even really take a shower in it. Might as well go outside. <laughs> Super pissed at this point. Yeah, just thinking about going back to Lot 9 and showering right at the tent. <laughs> and so we decided to head to Mission Barbecue across the street to get some food. And I'm sitting there, and I look over, and I tell Julie, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Cole Custer, but I'm not sure. And she's like, oh, go talk to him. And I'm like, ah, it's Cole Custer. I think I'm good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Would rather meet somebody cooler. <laughs> I'll grab, I'll grab a picture with Cole Custer. So I take a Snapchat with Cole Custer. I send it to a few people. They all reply and tell me that me and Cole Custer are twins. So that made me feel awesome. <laughs> uh, from Mission Barbecue, we headed over to the casino. I was hoping just to meet up with Freddie and Tyler, but didn't really have a good way to get a hold of them. So I walk in there. I'm like, ah, let's check out Fire and Ice. Maybe by some slim chance they're in there. So I walk in, first table, Freddie and Tyler, they're talking to some people, chilling. Of course. And I go over to Freddie. He is off the charts hammered. <laughs> Soup sandwich. How long have you been at this casino? And he said, I've been here for hours. I don't even know, man. <laughs> so I'm shooting the shit with Freddie and Tyler for a little bit, and I hear this woman behind me, like, just shrieking, trying to get Tyler's attention, trying to get Tyler's attention. I turn around, and it's the exact same woman from one year ago that is fully convinced that Brad is Ryan Blaney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Freddie. Hopefully she, she met Bubba this year. Me, which I had no interest in talking to her, so I try to get out of there as fast as I can. And that was when Ryan Truex and Riley Herbst were walking in, so we talked to them for a little bit. Go to the slot machine, slide in a $100 bill, ended up all the way down to like $17, the machine starts going mental. I'm at like $150 now. So I'm like, all right, I'm good with this. We'll spend this money on beers. Go back over to the bar and Sheldon Creed was there. Drank some beers with Sheldon, talked to Bob Pockris and everyone and decided to get out of the casino and go back to lot 10 from there. Once we got back to lot 10, I stopped by Brian's tent and uh, saw that he was watching the Rangers game. We watched a little bit of that, hung out, and then decided to head back to the Super 8 at like midnight or something. Tried to spend as little time in the Super 8 as humanly possible. <laughs> you didn't get your $250 worth? <laughs> no way. No way. No. I think I was in the Super 8 motel for all of like two hours and Sunday, I woke up and headed back to Lot 9 to try to put together some sort of homeless shelter again. Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, I think you mean. This was Saturday. Yeah. yeah sorry. So no, Saturday, I go back. I set my completely soaked tent back up, trying to convince Julie that everything's going to be fine. We're going to be dry. Everything's good. Set the tent up. Already has a lake in it. <laughs> this is a good start. So we cook some steak, uh, get ready to go to the Xfinity race that morning. Headed over and went to the fan zone, checked out everything over there. Super cool. I didn't get to do it last year, so I wanted to explore that a little bit. When we got into the track, uh, they were doing driver intros, so I walked over by the stage, and I was just trying to watch driver intros. I thought that was the whole point of them, but all these people in yellow Dover shirts are like, you can't be down here. You have to go to your seat. I'm like, well, that's cool. 
So we find a seat and watch the race. Pretty much the whole Xfinity race was the Ryan Truex show. I mean, that car was insanely fast. I wasn't sure that he wasn't cheating, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, it's funny uh, you say that because Twitter also thinks that he's cheating. <laughs> I was pretty damn certain that he was cheating. The car was insanely fast. Uh, Austin Hill led some laps, who was also very fast, but had nothing for Ryan Truex. The race was good. There was a point where I thought Sheldon Creed might win it, but I didn't really realize that he was super short on fuel. So he pitted, and Truex pretty much led the rest of the race from there. I mean, the race was good, but like I said, it was all Ryan Truex. Cool to see him win for the first time at his home track, of course. And from the Xfinity race, we headed back to Lot 9 and got some food. Decided to go back over to the casino again for a little bit, where I lost all the money I had left very quickly <laughs> on video roulette. Tough. Was done with the casino after that, and headed back across the street to Lot 10 again, and met up with Brian. Told him that we were going to Pioneers, and he said, ah, we're probably just going to hang at camp for a little bit, but we may go on tour in a little bit. So... I stopped at Raceway Liquors and decided that I would get a Coors Light 40 because I never see them and for some reason thought this was a good idea. I'm drinking my 40, walking to Piney's. I'm standing outside. There's now probably a million people inside the tent at Piney's. And I'm telling Julie, there's no way I'm walking into Piney's with a 40 in my hand. I'm going to stand over here in the dark and pound the rest of this 40 before Oof. I go in there. Ooh, that's a tough them. one. You got to drink them before they get warm. And immediately, I'm looking for the darkest corner I can go to blow a motor. I <laughs> could not hold back. I was toast. So, blow a motor, head back to Piney's, keep drinking, of course. We're in Piney's for half an hour or so. I feel someone tap me on the shoulder. I turn around. It's Brian and his whole crew. They were on a bachelor party weekend for Brian's buddy, Dan. We hung out at Piney's for... Uh, probably two or three hours singing, taking a million Snapchats and sending them to everyone, doing shots. And Brian and I, I believe, are going to try to figure out a way to get me down to Talladega in September. Dude, I'm going to Talladega in September. That's a that's a lock. I feel like uh, after seeing Brian's Snapchats from uh, the previous Talladega and talking to guys like uh, Christian Espinoza, it, uh, it seems like Talladega is the one. Um, I've been to Talladega. I was 12. Nope, I was 11, so I'm going to try it again when I can actually legally drink. Um, but, yeah, Talladega, Talladega in September, you can book that one. I look forward to camping with Brian and his whole crew at Talladega for sure. It's a place I've always wanted to see. Now, so when Brian says that uh, when you went to Piney's, so for the people that don't know uh, at home, Piney's is uh, this massive, massive, like, convention tent like just huge and they have like loud music they have an open bar or a bar just get whatever um and uh it is it, it is in lot 10 at dover and it is unreal it's, it's an unbelievable setup that uh, I'll, I'll try to throw a video or two uh in the comments section of the show post but uh, so brian brian did say that he had to uh escort you out or at least get you to leave the the tent on saturday is that is that accurate uh that could be accurate it's <laughs> allegedly a little fuzzy I pretty much never want to leave Piney's, so I could believe that. 
Yeah, that that makes sense. And so one thing that that surprised me is so uh, the the people that are listening at home, the there was a video that was sent to uh, the three of us of uh, camp that was absolutely destroyed, and uh, we posted that on the BFP socials for anyone that saw that. And uh, then I was surprised that Ryan actually picked his tent back up and uh, set it back up for Saturday. And uh, then I was seeing all the videos and stuff of uh, Pineys from Saturday night, and then uh, a little bit later on throughout the day. You were on the drive home, and uh, you didn't you didn't feel like sticking around for a Monday matinee. Yeah, uh, so I had originally taken Monday off because of looking at the forecast, I'm like, oh, you know, we're definitely going to have to stay an extra day and watch the Cup race on Monday. But when I woke up on Sunday, the problem was was that I can deal with the rain and I can deal with the wind, but both at the same time is what royally fucked us for the whole weekend, basically. So Sunday I woke up and it was a hundred percent chance of rain for 12 hours probably. And it was pouring so hard that my tent was already filling up at like 7am on Sunday. So I wake up with a absolutely screaming headache, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm like, I really want to stay for the cup race. Obviously I don't know anyone in the area where I could go crash for the night and be warm and dry. So I had to cut my losses and just pack it up and head back to Maine. I ended up watching the race on TV today. And it was a little sad because I was literally in the track two days ago. And now I'm watching it on TV at home. But back to work tomorrow, unfortunately. So I had to make the long drive back up here. Yeah, that that's a bummer for sure. Uh, it, it sucks, especially driving nine and a half hours. Uh, well, one way, I guess. So 19 hours. And uh than just having to pack it up before the cup race. But uh, I think that they got some good uh, ticket security so you can uh, use those tickets somewhere else. So um, that's a bummer for sure. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like Brian talked you into Talladega, and uh, he was he was uh, surprised when I said that I was going to try to make that trip too. But it uh, seems like one that we can't miss in the fall. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, going to use my Dover tickets to get tickets to Loudoun or something else over the summer for sure. Yeah, that that uh, that's definitely uh, the smart play. Obviously, you're going to end up at Loudon anyways. And uh, for anyone that's going to be at Loudon with us, uh, it just you'll, you'll know Ryan Jackson will make his presence known, and uh, he'll probably have a Coors Light forty, and uh, you'll uh, you'll see him for sure. <laughs> if I can find Coors Light forties, I don't know why they don't have them up here. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that uh, if anyone's going to find them, it'll probably be you. And uh, I don't know about the whole uh, just chugging it before uh, making it into the party because uh, the party that we throw at Loudon typically is a pretty wide open field. So uh, you might have to go pretty far to be uh, hidden from the elements. But uh, <clears throat> it uh, sounds like quite the weekend. Sounds like a, a massive shit show that, uh, that you had to endure. And uh, people probably saw the video by now uh, as a like thousand plus views, I think on Facebook and, uh, some, some views over on, on Twitter as well. So anyone that was, uh, watching at home, that was, uh, that was Ryan's, uh, base camp. He, uh, he wanted to make Dover, Delaware look just like Portland, Maine. It was still a good weekend and I'm looking forward to going back in the rain next year because it rains every single year. I try to go to Dover. So yeah, I'll try again next year and hopefully my homeless shelter skills have improved by that point. 
Yeah, you might need uh, you might need sixty stakes to hold the tents down next year. Um, Dover for anyone that's uh, at home right now. Don't let uh, the discouragement of uh, of this year or uh, the fact that I just said that last year rained out to Monday as well um, deter you from uh, going down to uh, Delaware. It's really not that far. I think it's eight hours from where we're sitting right now, and uh, it's an unbelievable racetrack. Um, wish that they went there twice still, but uh, they only go there once, and they seem to pick the uh, the weekend that rains every year. So. Um, hopefully they'll move the schedule around so it doesn't line up with the uh, Spring Sizzler because I know there's a lot of people up here that want to go. But, uh, Ryan, we uh, we appreciate you uh, battling the elements and uh, getting some content for the show. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to uh, Loudon first, and then uh, we'll, we'll have to make some uh, – make some moves for Talladega and then uh, Dover next year. I'm sure will uh, will we'll happen as well. For sure. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. We'll see you soon. Oh, yeah. Stay, I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay dry. Yeah, will do. <laughs> All right. See ya. Later. Fuck yeah, let's all go to Talladega and yell, fuck Joe Byron. <laughs> yeah, dude. Talladega, I'm telling you. I actually, uh, so I, I have, we obviously have the ability to go to some races. Uh, we're lucky enough to have that, and, uh, I had messaged um, Christian because he goes to pretty much all of them. And I'm like, hey, you know, like if I had the choice between, I think it was Homestead, Vegas, Talladega, or I don't remember. I think there was one other one. But basically, those were all the ones that kind of lined up with not interfering with either the sizzle or the uh, fall final or the, the World Series or, or whatever. Um, I think it was maybe Martinsville in the fall was the other one. And, and uh, he was like, dude. It's not even close. It's Talladega. And uh, then I saw his Snapchats from this past uh, this past year, or this past weekend, I guess, uh, two weekends ago. And uh, sounds like it's an event that I'm uh, going to have to go to in the fall because it uh, seems, like, uh, seems like it's our crowd, honestly. Uh, just going off the, the videos on social media, you, you go on uh, TikTok or Instagram Reels, and there is just so many fucking people that are it, – it's not even – it's like Operation Pack the Bar at Lee like we do, but it's Operation Pack this fucking – 500 square mile (laughs) facility um so yeah definitely uh definitely gonna have to make the way over to talligator i think i actually might go if i'm going in the fall i'm going next year as well next year will be uh i know my dad doesn't listen to this but uh his his present will be a uh like a little little package trip i guess to for christmas will be a trip to talladega next year i'm gonna go above and beyond uh try to accommodate him because uh 20 years ago next year um Actually, technically, it'll be in the fall. We'll uh, we'll be twenty years since the first race I ever went to, which is weird because it was in Talladega, Alabama, and uh, I haven't been to Alabama. Well, that's a lie. I was gonna say I haven't been to Alabama since, but every time we go to the uh, <laughs> Snowball Derby, we kind of loosely go to Alabama. But yeah, yeah, true. Uh, so also going off of uh, Dover talk here before we get too far into the NASCARing itself. Uh, boys, we have a new official Puskas pooper. Christ, it's been like three weeks since he pooped. Review. <laughs> um, so, Puskas Pooper okay. Review from Dover. It's a good one, boys. Um, 8.7 out of 10. Uh, the nicest... Or, wait. Maybe that's a negative 8.7. Hang on. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh, shit. Ooh, is it a dash or a negative? That's not uh, good. It, uh, that's not good. Uh, no, so it's a dash. All right. No, oh. we're good. <laughs> All right. So, 8.7 out of 10. <laughs> The nicest thing about Delaware is this bathroom. Clean, fresh, <laughs> clean, fresh smell. The softest commercial two-ply toilet paper money can buy. What a treat. Racing on a Monday is just a little more tolerable when you have places like the, these to stop and sit for a minute. Stall is very well built. I'm shocked to stay at the least. This place is pretty nice. Could use a couple more stalls as there was a line, but I understand why. Nice work, Dover. Very nice work. 
So wow, good shitters at Dover. That's good. I was gonna say we can't hype up a race in in kind of a facility and then just have uh, the shitter be a negative eight point three. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun times at absolute dump racetracks. So. That, that is true. That is very true. Yeah. So <coughs> yeah, well, I got the Patreon questions pulled up. If what you do we got? Roll Bob? into those. Um, I'm assuming a lot of them have to do with NASCAR, so we'll intertwine some NASCAR talk. And uh, fitting transition. First one at the top of the board. Uh, not a question. Oh, time. But death taxes, Dover weather, and Ross Chastain wrecking someone. That's Corey Russell. You're Ross absolutely a right. Fucking moron. It's between yeah. COVID and rain. Uh, the Dover race has gotten fucked up five out of the last six years. I think I saw. Yeah. And yeah. four out of the last five have rained out to Monday. So weird little Larry McNugget I learned today. Um, Martin Truex Jr. has won at Dover four times, correct? I think now three of which are? Three of which are on a Monday. Yeah. All four of which are in different types of race cars for three different teams in mm. NASCAR. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ross Chastain is just... He's a fucking clown. He, I don't... And I don't understand, like, the... I don't I don't know what, like, the rest of the field is doing or thinking, but, like, he does this all the time. I and saw then no meme, one pays him back. I saw a meme that was, like, Hello? a cycle, and it just says, like, something like, Ross wrecks somebody, and then... Oh, never mind. <clears throat> and then everyone gets mad at Ross, and then Ross pre- pretends to be sorry and that he's a fuck-up, and then he goes two weeks without a wreck, and then it starts over. And that's... Yeah. We are at the point where he pretends to say sorry. Um, the kid's a fucking buffoon behind the wheel. I mean, just flat drove through Brennan Poole and uh, destroyed him and Kyle Larson. Didn't didn't and even. If you could see the shit that Brad's trying to do right now, it is on the same brain uh, level as the Crossside Country Bumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> Brad and Charlie are trying to split the last uh, vodka, Sunny D and Brad. Brad's... Your your diesel truck is showing. Stop. Yeah, and he's dumping half of the can into his can. That is going. This a is going significantly it... better than I anticipated. A lot I of it ended up on the... I all I did was ask him if he wanted the last one. He's like, oh, d- uh, and he makes yeah, like they a like splitting sign motion. language splitting. <laughs> it. I was like, um, I'm gonna pretend like. <laughs> Like I didn't sure, just see a piece means. of something go into my drink from a can that was just <laughs> probably a rat. That's, all right. that's okay. There, there is a like I'm talking, <laughs> fellas. These that are listening at home. These aren't fellas. that good. Where you needed to split it. You up know, like that. you know when you you take a pee at a urinal, right? And then you're just like kind of in a hurry because there's a line of people behind you. I have pee that. At a it, urinal, that yes. is the amount of liquid that is currently on the futon. You're you're not. It's not. It's, it's not. A, it's just the, the it's drizzle, livable. The drizzle dick when you accidentally yeah. pinch it. You know, it's not a life uh, changing amount of liquid. But uh, <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to put it's that not, one. It's no cum <laughs> shot. Yeah, it's what we're you doing. don't. You don't have to put that one in the category of uh, I piss myself in public. You no, know, like you it's not dribble. the amount where somebody would like search it on Pornhub. Wait, what did you say? Mm. We're on a completely different <laughs> section of Pornhub. If you're watching people piss themselves. <laughs> <laughs> It's 2023. We don't kink shame yeah. here. The well, that's fuck, fuck, that's true. No. Yeah, no. You can, uh, you can like feet. That's fine. I don't. I don't even like my feet. Anyways. Uh, next question. I have lumps on the bottom of them. I should probably get that checked out. Yeah. I showed you that. Warts? Uh, no, it's like tumors on the bottom of my feet. They hurt so bad. Mm. I believe that's actually like a plantar, plantar fasciitis. But they, yeah. See, they say that, but that's more of like towards the heel. Mine's like in the middle of I my think foot. You, you can still get bone spurs anywhere. Well. Hopefully, or luckily, I have health insurance now, so I'll maybe. Have you get tried that like a year. taking a grinder and grinding them down? Um, not yet. <laughs> um, I think flapper disc was my next. Uh, you or, get on or, a grinder. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of, not only did you say health insurance, but also the uh, the <laughs> grinder that you just said, not the male dude thing. Um, but uh, 
I have a grinds my gears, and that actually I should uh, I should save that until after this. But it oh, fuck I I I need the ad. You should, read you should up, make a grinder. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll grind gears after Patreon. Okay, question. but you okay. should you should make a grinder it's account though, and just have your bio be like, I'm here to grind your gears. Yeah. If I, <laughs> Zing. Wow. Next question. And have Ryan's Borges's face on it. Um, <sighs> continue. Austin Flanagan, uh, weapons of the week has to go to the suit 350 Superfield for driving like streets dogs. Uh, and I said, hey, let's let's settle down now. Um, yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad. You said it was bad. I wrecked two right side wheels um, for sure, which is rad. Uh, they give those away now. Um, they don't. They are expensive. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, but I got third, so it doesn't suck. Fuck yeah. Next question, Mason Dunn. Question first, would you rather have to defend Ross Chastain no matter what or shove a cactus up your ass. Um, I'm going to go with defend Ross, defend Ross Chastain. Yeah, yeah. First off, I'm shoving nothing up my ass. Um, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Are we talking like defend like his actions or defend him on the racetrack? Defend uh, him from shoving a cactus up your ass. <laughs> that. Get away, he, Ross. He's, a, he's, kind of, he's kind of a smaller fella. I feel like you'd be he's all right. He's a fucking doofus. I'll slap that eye back into the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah next uh, sounds like flappy birds have the weapon and on of the week on lock so uh mason has some honorable mentions fucking ross quote i just feel so bad i'm gonna make it right and do it again next week shit stain did you and- see alex bowman's tweet yeah <laughs> uh, what did it say it was it was like uh something like t- tough for tough for kyle larson he was so fast that gosh darn one car i bet he's sorry and won't do it again yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then Harrison, quote, pulling the Austin Powers, you turn at the entrance of Pit Road Burton. Uh, did he do a dumb today? Oh, he did a wicked he did. dumb. All by himself. I didn't watch the race, so. All by his lonesome fucking. Now, like we've said, uh, it's starting to sound like Groundhog Day. That kid fucking stinks. Mm. Yeah. It, I just, he was, he's never been good. And I've never understood the theory of like, oh, we're like, this is a, like, this is a Nate Barth quote. It's like, oh, we're not good at this. Let's move up. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Correct. Well, when you have yeah. the money to do so. I didn't. I didn't think Jeff Burton had that much money. I don't think he does. I believe it's the corporate sponsors that back his son well, that do. I guess, but yeah, you can add a Corey Heim to the weapons list for just oh, completely. For a while. Dri- well, yeah, but driving through Parker Kligerman, like just flat tough break for Kligger. Just got him, like got him loose, and then even like on the broadcast, they're like, he just never lifted. He just. <laughs> then got him try. loose and then drove through him. And, well, yeah. they did the same thing with the the side by side of like the in car of Ross Chastain and Kyle Larson, and Chastain just gets up behind Brandon Poole and just did, did, never even tried really. But yeah. Next question: Matt Gaines says, if drivers had to have sponsors based on their personalities, who would pick up the tab for the one car? A friend, Slim, uh, responded and said, Winchester Ammunition. They've provided stray bullets for years. <laughs> Remington used to. <laughs> Matt replies with a, uh, a link to a Spirit Halloween, a two-foot bump-and-go Chucky animatronic decoration. <laughs> um, Slim says he wins, and Mason Dunn says, Mako with discounts for all the competitors. Um, what would uh, be a good sponsor for Ross Chastain? Phantom Fireworks. What company? <laughs> what company continues to do dumb shit? Pretends to be sorry. Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at dumb shit. I just uh, immediately. Uh, yeah. uh, Smithfield sponsors Eric, Eric Amarola, so they they do dumb shit a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know why they love him so much. Has he finally uh, crested more top tens than Cats killed this year? Uh, that's a great I question. Don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't think, think he so. has. I don't. I don't know that it's he tough. has. Yeah. Um, 
Scott Flower. Uh, I almost said Scott Flowers. <laughs> Him too. Dyslexic. Scott Fowler. Um, what is your favorite flavor of pudding? Uh, anything with Kahlua in it? Because that's the only pudding I have had in the last 20 years. I was going to say, what are the options? Chocolate and fucking tapioca? Yeah, I have no fucking idea. Um, I, yeah, I don't know that I've had a pudding without alcohol. Corey Roussel called him soft first question, and Scott said, shut up, cunt. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he called him. He called him old with uh, with these questions now because Scott used to be a Perry Webb comment. <laughs> Perry Webb weekly. Son. Perry Webb Junior. <laughs> yeah, pa- Perry didn't. Uh, Perry didn't give us anything this week. Which yeah, is, he's on like a biweekly basis. So he's we'll probably we'll... in fucking rehab. <laughs> he's ball he's rehab. Still, <laughs> he's still in the ICU. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that very much enjoyed. I don't know if enjoyed was the right word. I just want to know if it was laughing. Got a lot of comments. Um, Jason Ricker called me last week, and I went on a rant about passing their tires last week, and I'm like, ah, boy. He starts coming. I'm sorry, podcast. I'm like, ah, fuck. (laughs) Finally done it. That guy shaving his nuts was wicked. I almost crashed the tractor I was sweeping the racetrack with. Yeah, yeah, I saw Ricker Saturday actually, and he came over and said the same thing. He's like, "You guys finally done it! I almost wrecked the fucking thing driving." Uh, Cameron Jackson, if you could see a sponsorship back in NASCAR that currently isn't, which would you like to see come back? I do miss when like all the beer companies had cars. Yeah, Coors yeah. Light, Battle of the Beers, first one to come come to mind. I'd love to see a Marlboro Cup car. Like I don't smoke cigarettes, but Skull Stacker Five. Or whatever that is. Well, you always had like Rusty Wallace, Sterling Marlin. You had Coors Light, Miller. Or, the Red Bull cars yeah. were always rad. Probably Viagra. Yeah. Because that Mike, that Mark Martin car is always, always driven, driven hard. Vroom, 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 I fucking love NASCAR. I, I always love I love NASCAR. It's my kind of race. Just watching Jeff Gordon plow up a wall puts a big smile on Junior's face. Whose face? Dale, Dale Jarrett. Face. Dale Jarrett. No, Dale Jarrett. I think it's I Dale, Dale Jr. I think it is. Swerving Marlin. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Meanwhile. Boy, Mike Skinner. <laughs> Don't forgot what, what it's like to be a winner. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what else? I like a... Kentra, Good you forgot game what his sponsors are. Hockey. <laughs> and like some ping pong now and then. But what do you love, Toby? <laughs> I love NASCAR. <laughs> that was for us. Wide. <laughs> um, any other sponsors we want to see back in the sport? Uh, no. Preferably ones that can Jack af- Daniels. Yeah, mm, preferably ones that can afford to sponsor the car for the whole season, so that guys don't have nineteen different paint schemes. Yeah, I was just gonna say I love the the random like pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, what the fuck is like that? Austin <laughs> Dillon has like a Brels fucking who whatever. Denny exactly. Hamlin always in the FedEx car thing looks fucking stout. Rolls out there with like fucking some sort of pharmaceutical company i mean they they have more money than god they're probably gonna be the ones that be able to actually well that's the thing like what like why Pfizer. hasn't there been a viagra car for fucking 20 years because we off, don't need it and apparently patent the fucking what's his name the morris fella bass pro shops apparently he's doing very well john jo- is it johnny morris that sounds right yeah johnny morris he's doing very well sponsors just doesn't matter if it's a chevy toyota fucking a dylan brother a fucking yeah, I mean Martin Truex, Howard Bass Pro Shops, more like Josh Barry Shops, Carson Cavapel. <laughs> That's my Hasbro. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, probably. Uh, let's get Johnson and Johnson to sponsor a, a car. Well, that's they have a lot of money. And have, they and have it, Jimmy yeah. Johnson drive it. How ironic is that? That's one of my favorite things that's happened recently. Is that Aaron Rodgers got signed by the team that is owned by the people that put out the vaccine? I did you see the stat? It, it was like it's the same. Yeah, same. Uh, did you see the stat? It's like it's the same team that signed Brett Favre after his stint with Green Bay. Yeah, like exactly 15 years. So or Jordan Love will go there in 2038. You get it. Jordan Love should probably try being good first. That would be. Well, he should just try first. Well, that's hasn't got a chance well, to. That's, that's a good point. Uh, the last question on the old Patreon um, list of questions. I'm glad Reagan didn't ask the one I told him to ask because uh, well, it's an embarrassing story for me. Tyler P says, first off, Weapon of the Week nominee, myself. I was the white car in your heat race, Charlie, at the virtual Oxford who may have started that wreck. Sorry, bro. I didn't see it, but who, I know. Who is this? Charlie wrecked Angel War a guy at Stafford two weeks ago and deserved whatever Tyler P did to you last week at Oxford. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Questions. Has <laughs> that eye racing thing this past week was so hard because like I sh- where were I don't even remember Oxford. where we were. Oxford. I was same deal. <laughs> if I had ran the same lap I did in practice, I would have qualified fucking tenth. Another week, naturally, another list of excuses. Naturally laid an egg, fucking was like qualified like thirty ninth. Got run over to the point where I was upside down on lap one and a half on the heat race. Good. Followed by being upside down in lap two of the semi. So we were uh, not doing so hot. And then uh, naturally found my way to the announcer's booth yet again. Yeah. Mm. So Tyler P. has some questions. He says, has Annabeth Barnes ever passed someone clean at Hickory or in the state of North Carolina in general? I don't know, but I heard she cut an absolutely phenomenal promo in victory lane after the second Hickory race, and I can't wait to watch it. Oh. Oh. She's she's one of those um, race car drivers where God is everything, praise the Lord. Uh, but apparently called uh, the rest of the late model division bitches and pussies in victory lane. That's wow, awesome! That's a that very, is very flip flop. That's yeah. I don't know that Jesus very Chandler. Wants to, it's very Chandler Smith of her. I don't know if Jesus wants you using those words. Yeah. I don't think Jesus races late models that I just, way. I, I, I don't think he gets I get us it. Anymore. I get that. Those are your beliefs, but like, was Jesus out there with the fucking Jack? Like, was he putting gas in your car? Like, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, was Jesus your spotter? Like, how did he specifically help tonight? Like, take just, it from my hand. Yeah, Jesus drove the car to victory lane, dude. Every like, time, yeah, Ty did, Gibbs like, did wins G- race. was Jesus at least like on the grill, like making food? For, like, did he bring the truck and trailer to the racetrack? Like, yeah, did he buy your pit pass? Like, how did Jesus help you tonight? Like, just specifically, he's tonight. slowly making his way back into the automotive. Do you industry. think anyone, he, he literally came back two weeks ago? I'm just do, asking. Do you think anyone that honestly <laughs> praises the Lord every Sunday listens to our show and can answer these questions for you? That's a good question. Oh, my God. I hope not. No. <laughs> they, they're mortified. Forgive me, good. Father, for I have listened to Black Flag Podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to go to confession on Tuesday after you listen to us. Um, tough one. And his next question, uh, very Hickory Central. Uh, why doesn't Dougie Barnes have an OnlyFans sticker on his car advertising for his girlfriend? Miss sponsorship dollars there. I don't know what a Dougie uh, Barnes is. That you Air Doug? You could if you for a, for a low price. You he, could. Uh, uh, I don't Mall know if it's set. low, but he has his own YouTube channel that does quite well. He uh, is pretty good at racing cars, and in the words of Freddie Kraft, uh, his girlfriend's got an OnlyFans, and sometimes you can pop in and just see old Doug hammering away. <laughs> <laughs> for a low price uh, <laughs> come on down 69 cents a month so I told Reagan he was supposed to ask this question on the Patreon and he let me down but uh, go back a couple weeks I uh, 
we went to uh, fairgrounds on a Sunday, Rusty, Shelby, Reagan, and I, and uh, saw a nice tall brunette bartender that I was oogling over. And my way of flirting with bartenders is ignoring them completely and telling my friends about them. So it's mm. a it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah, it hasn't. Well, we had the same playbook back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> well, I still got it. So. Um, <laughs> If you want to run a razzle-dazzle, let me know. I'll let you borrow it. Yeah, I burned mine. So we go again yesterday. Uh, my sister, Hannah, Shelby, Rusty, and myself. And that girl's working. Don't even know her name. Jokingly send Reagan a snap. Don't really think anything of it. Not really. I don't even have that fucking time for a girlfriend right now anyway. But she's working. Shelby, which I, no, let me preface this. I'll ruin my own life if it's my idea, but if it's not my idea, I'm not interested. So Shelby gets a fucking pen and a napkin. Shelby, not shy, by the way. Uh, super shy until she sniffs um, the fucking rum bucket <laughs> that her and Rusty were drinking. And then she has the bright idea to write my name and my phone number and write uh, corner back corner of the bar, gray hat, and gives it to our bartender to give to this other bartender. And I wanted to unalive myself right in the middle of this packed bar. <laughs> I can't fucking believe you just did that to me. This is horrifying. And our bartender's like, oh, that's so adorable. Like, th- that's actually how I met my husband. You know, I did the same. My friends did the same thing to me, and I was mortified. And I'm like, well, I'm mortified. <laughs> I, I don't want to play anymore. Uh, give me a straight shot of 151 <laughs> right now. I want to die. So... She comes over about 10 minutes later. She's like, oh, I got your note. And I just, I wouldn't even look at her. I'm like, <laughs> no, you did. Hey, you're pretty. <laughs> She's like, uh, I, I'm extremely flattered, but I have a girlfriend. Um, I appreciate it, though. You, know, you guys have a good day. And I, Wait, I just, I'm still reeling. Switch hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Place for both teams. Um, Oh, okay. And that's okay. Yeah. And you know what? You were just confused. That's okay. You were trying to figure out which girl was Bobby's girlfriend there, and it was not the case. It was the bartender. um, As long as it's a new one. Yeah, so I'm still really. What did you just say? I said, as long as it's a new one. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fucking piss myself. Saw her Friday night. That went well. How'd that go, Bob? I don't know. I was pretty fucking drunk. I, you know, like I, if you can hear us talking underneath, like while the ads are playing at the beginning of the show, um, I drink so much and I keep telling myself I should quit, but I don't listen to drunks. So um, shout out Parker McCollum. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm still reeling. I, I don't want to be on this. I'm so tired of being alive. <laughs> I feel like that was a, uh, that was your grind to my gears and uh, it wasn't, but let's make it. It, it might as well be because it sounds like your gears were grinded. Uh, so the grinds my gears this week is brought to you by home track over on youtube is your favorite streaming service or reruns of ridiculousness starting to get old this week's episode is well this week's weapon of the week is brought to you by home track over on youtube follow their adventures on and off the track as they compete in the nema series in 2023 home track videos offers an uh, up all the action of a new england race day uh, all wrapped up in one you uh, convenient youtube video format head on over to youtube.com slash home track racing today subscribe and tell them that we sent you so they sponsored Weapon of the Week, or uh, Grinds My Gears, whichever one. We're going to use Grinds My Gears. Bobby sounded like his gears are grind. Uh, uh, no, they're, they're just, they were absolutely decimated by Shelby. A couple Shelby. teeth missing. Yeah. 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 She <laughs> missed all of the ships, broke all of them, wrecked all of them, wrecked the whole transmission, the rear end, the drive shaft. That's how you get five neutrals, Bob. I. Uh, <clears throat> it made way more sense earlier when Charlie brought up uh, the health insurance, and then um, then uh, Bobby said some word that I am now forgetting, but... Um, 
Viagra. Self mutilation. Oh. Mm, well, said that earlier. Tumors. No. Grinder. <clears throat> Flapper. Oh, I think he did say grinder. Yeah. So, um, Are I, you on it? Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I went naturally dentist checkup. I, I do one every six months or whatever. If I can get a cleaning, blah, 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 move on. Two days later, I'm sitting at work. This is like three weeks ago now, maybe a month ago, and I'm fucking starving. I have no food at, at my desk. The only thing I have is just a bag of sunflower seeds that I was like snacking on. Um, and I'm like, okay, like it's 8.30 in the morning. I might as well fucking have a couple seeds. So I throw some seeds in the mouth. And uh, every once in a while, um, when you're eating a sunflower seed or a handful of them, you get like a little rock in there. And you're like, Mm. what the fuck (laughs) is that? Um, So I'm like chewing on them or whatever. And I I feel that. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I spit it out. It's white. I'm like, that? Okay. Well, that's not great. So then I go into the bathroom. I very much chipped like a corner of my bottom teeth. So I, I fucking, I'm literally four days removed from the dentist at this point. Call them. They can get me in the next day great five days later i'm showing back up to the dentist office which is the last thing i want to do so i typically like the dentist because i just cleanings i mean they're, they're easy whatever maybe get a fucking x-ray now this one you have like one person on one side one person on the other each holding your mouth open they're telling you not to use your tongue or to move your jaw which is fantastic because for 45 minutes all i wanted to do was move my tongue and my jaw <laughs> whatever they, they fix my bottom two teeth and they just put fillings on them. And then I go out to pay. And the lady's like, yep, so your insurance will cover this and this and this. So uh, it's $93 today. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, pay the $93. Think nothing of it. Fucking three days ago, four days ago, I get a bill from them for $298 because my insurance covered $63. Nice, dude. Yeah. I've already paid more than my insurance. So now I have to double or fucking triple quintuple quintuple and you know what's gonna make yeah. this even worse for you is when i tell you that once you just tell them up front that you don't have health insurance the price just gets cut in half wow because i uh i haven't been i hadn't been to a dentist for like 16 years there's literally one right next door to the shop and my dad was like you know stupid you ought to take care of your teeth like you know use the company credit card we'll call it a write-off I'm like all right so i don't even have to pay for it um <laughs> told them right up front don't have health insurance and uh or dental insurance, and uh, it's quite a bit cheaper when they don't have to bill the insurance company. Wow, good to know. Yeah, ninety percent of the time when it's like three hundred and some odd dollars, two hundred of that is an, an administrative fee of them trying to chase the money around. Yeah, regular. I think my cleaning was like one hundred and forty bucks. Nice, that's cheap, <clears throat> cheap enough. Sick brag. So that's my grind <laughs> my gears. Because <laughs> now I'm gonna end up spending four hundred dollars uh, just because I wanted to snack on a couple sunflower seeds. So those are expensive yeah. sunflower seeds. Yeah, sure. Free teeth though. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 400 and change for the bag of sunflower seeds. Free comes with free new teeth. Yep. Fantastic. Going to the dentist fucking stinks though. I don't mind it. It's all right. It's just it's not even like it's the noises. Like the, Oh yeah. You just hear in your head like I hate this. Like you don't need Novocaine. Like the pain doesn't bother me, but I need earplugs. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Definitely get a little bit of anxiety when you hear drill bits around your ears and they're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're strapped down upside down. <sighs> Gotta grind yeah. my gears or uh, <clears throat> weapon of the week or anything or uh weapon of the week is the entire Boston Bruins team. Um, uh, why would happen? Um, they are a tough week for our hockey teams. I, um, I think everybody's bracket, but so when the Boston Bruins whom allegedly are the greatest team in the NHL history and the defending Stanley cup champions, the Colorado avalanche get eliminated from the Stanley cup playoffs. 
in the first round in the same night, I think everybody's like 99% of people's brackets got busted. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I had them in Colorado going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Nailed it, they're Bob. Both at <laughs> you had a you're, you had a, a real shitty Sunday. <laughs> um, thank yeah, you. thank you, I, Brad. The story <laughs> I just told backs that up. <laughs> I uh, man, I I have forever and always been a diehard Boston Bruins fan, even when they suck, and they finally didn't suck. And on paper, the Boston Bruins should never lose. They really shouldn't, and uh, they really didn't throughout the whole regular season. And then they couldn't get through the first round of the playoffs. And I don't care what anybody says. They were 59 seconds away. 59 se- All they had to do was clear the puck. It, it Just it, had to clear the puck. I don't know if it's going to make you feel any better or not, but um, at least they lost to a really, really, really potent Florida Panthers. Yeah, <laughs> the second wild card of the Eastern Conference. Who I is going playoffs. to get swept under the rug going by the on Toronto a, Maple Leafs. They're going on a 12-game run. They're winning the Cup. No shot. No shot. Um, <laughs> the, I, they're going to get absolutely fucking mollywopped by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Bamboozled. I've never been more happy that the Penguins missed the playoffs than yesterday yeah, circa they, like uh, 9 They only played seven less games this year than the uh, greatest team in NHL history. Yeah, that is pretty true. fucking cool. That is true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just absolute heartbreaker. Like on on par with the eighteen and one New New England Patriots deal. Probably worse. I don't know. Um, yeah, New England had one shot to get it right. Yeah, Boston. Uh, Boston had seven. seven. Re- but it, it's and they also had three the, shots to win one. Like if all, the Patriots yeah. played the Giants three times, surely they would decimate them in the next two. Correct. Yeah, but it, it was the fact that they were also up three to one in the series. They I just win one more game. Uh, three they, shots to win one more game. They, Two of the, them at home. The first four games, like Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, they like they sat out. They had it figured out. The rotation was perfect. Matchups were good against Florida. You know, it was one of those deals where like just set them out to the second round. It's okay. Like you need to win one more game. They bring him back. The whole team fucking flounders, and they lose three games in a row, and lost in overtime in Game Seven at home, which is even more of a kick in the balls. I have never seen the Boston Bruins play as bad as they did last Terrible. night. Terrible. And that Awful. place was rocking in the final five minutes. Yeah, of the you third can't period. even say that the building wasn't in their favor. Like, literally 59 seconds left. Like, and this is a completely different conversation. I, I truly would be shocked if there was ever, if there was a game by any team this season that had more breakout passes that were completely missed passes. Wet. Like, just, they weren't even close. Like, they would just go to pass the puck up the center of the ice and ice the puck, and, like, there was not even a guy to pick the puck up. And then they're just giving it back to Florida, and Florida's getting, you know, three-on-one, two-on-one breaks all fucking the puck, night. The puck stayed in Boston's end the entire entirety and, of over. And everybody's blaming Jeremy Swayman. And it's like, Swayman actually had a pretty good fucking game. First goal he gave up was pretty soft. That was soft, but, like... First ever playoff game, game seven at Boston Garden. Like, that was a very questionable decision. That was a weird He should have played six or not at all. I don't know. Allmark didn't look good either, though, the last handful well, of That's games. what I mean. Put him in for game six or don't put him in at all. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I don't know. But maybe if he plays game six, we don't even have a game seven. So who the fuck knows? But It was very, very weird streaming. Um, it's always weird streaming anything because nine times out of ten in our snap group, if I'm streaming a race, I'm going to end up getting what happens. Like, oh, fuck it. Like, I, I don't remember. I bet on someone a couple weeks ago, and I think I had money on Kyle Larson finishing, like, the top three or, or just to win the race. And um, it was it was actually multiple weeks ago, but he ended up losing it on a late race caution, and uh, William Byron won. 
And I had no idea the caution came out. I mean, there's like seven laps to go. I'm like, fuck yeah, I got it in the bag. Like, let's go. And then I get in the Snapchat group and fucking Jeremy Bush is like, no fucking way. And I'm like, what do you mean no fucking way? What does he blow a tire and smoke the fence? No, just a late race yellow. Um, someone that just probably being in the way is probably Todd Gilland. Um, but like, so yesterday we're sitting there and, and there's obviously, you know, so little time left and Ty just goes, they fucking scored. And I'm like, I didn't, what What are you talking about? And he's like, they fucking scored. And I'm like, how do you, what do you, how do you know that? He's like, I'm watching RA's live stream. They fucking score. And then they score. And I'm like, holy shit. So then I'm just sitting there and like, I'm with Ty who's literally like up on the, like up standing up, screaming, scaring the shit out of his dog with the Bruins jersey on and a Bruins hat. And I'm just like sitting there like, I hope they lose, <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything. And so <laughs> the well-being of my friend is in severe jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so literally like they go into overtime and I'm just like on Twitter. This is like probably a minute before they scored. And I'm like on Twitter, just like refreshing the, the game, like hashtag basically. And then everyone just starts clowning on the Bruins. And I'm like, no way. I'm like, there's no way. Because like, going into the, not only this past game, but two games ago, all the, all, every game, I'm like, they're going to fucking smoke them. It's not even close. Like, I really thought they were going to win five to one yesterday. And I'm just sitting there watching. And then I see Twitter like blow up. And I'm like, no fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. And then they score. And I, it was, it, uh, my head almost exploded with how silent I had to be. Um, and so I just, I didn't because say Because if you weren't, Ty was going to make his own head explode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he so at the I, other end of a rifle. I just let Ty like have his moment, gave it like fucking 10, 15 minutes. And I was just like, I've never seen him play that bad, you know? And then we ended up going to Walmart at 1030 to watch uh, Seattle beat the shit out of Colorado. So, yeah. Uh, and um, so at, the, at this point, um, you know, diehard lifelong Bruins fan always will be, always have been. Um, but right now, uh, said it on facebook uh vegas golden knight's been a fan for decades uh <laughs> yeah first time uh, uh first time listener long time caller yeah. yeah uh so either if vegas it i mean i'm down for either vegas or seattle to win it all at this point fucking give the expansion teams a go let it let's see what happens i mean connor mcdonald uh, i don't give a flying the, the oil <laughs> i don't give a flying are. fuck about the edmonton oilers i don't give a fuck about um uh whoever else yeah somebody uh somebody tweeted back to me and said <clears throat> some yeah. Something about the Canes, and I was like, with all due respect, I am not going to watch another hockey game this year. No, um, any so I don't care what anybody says. Anybody that's from around here that likes the fucking Carolina Hurricanes are only because you like racing. There's no way that you actually just like the Carolina. Hurricanes. I actually think so, this this person was from North Carolina. But, well, okay. I, I like I like the Hurricanes. Uh, they're probably like my third favorite team if I had to rank them, just because of their fucking flag jerseys are. Fire. The only cool thing about the Carolina Hurricanes is Rod Brandamore. That That's being it. said, the Carolina Hurricanes are going to get smoked. By yeah. Oh, it was Jordan Powell, so two weeks in a row we'll shoot him out. Shoot him out. Not, shout not, him out on the show. Not that they're going to get smoked like, in necessarily the I, next round, but they're just not going to win the cup, which I just, is reassuring. I hate the Toronto Maple Leafs. I hate the fucking New York Rangers. I hate the fuck. Like, I don't hate Carolina. But that like, series is not over, right? No, no. The no, Devils are playing tonight. Also, um, like I said to you guys in the group chat, uh, fortunately for our livers, Unfortunately for our pals over at the Maine Mariners, they uh, ultimately lost their s- series against the Reading Royals. Um, Why well, would happen Saturday night? Um, oh, Brad and I bad. went on Tuesday night. Got a little banged up, banged the fuck up, banged up enough that we decided to go back on Wednesday night. And I almost <clears throat> bought the Chick Fil A VIP suites behind the net because Christian told me what it cost. I'm like, I can find thirty fucking people to fill that up tomorrow night. That would have been a horrifically piss poor decision. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so we went back on Wednesday night. Charlie came with us this time and um, 
Good thing his future father-in-law is the head of security there because we would not have been able to stay for the duration of the uh, competition. Why would it happen? Uh, you were yelling obscenities. Uh, <laughs> My wife was not either. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a guy behind me the whole time. He looks like 2008 Johnny Damon. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. It yeah. was that guy. The flubbering, friggin' mouth-breathing. The, the best... The Oh... The best part of the game, like, f- forget that hockey's even happening, was security yells at Charlie for swearing too much. And we we have, like, six minutes left in the game. I mean, it's been going on for uh, two hours. <laughs> 44 minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so he, get, he gets yelled at. And then, so now, not only does Charlie have to smarten up, but everyone around him has been listening to what he's been saying throughout the entire game. So now the best part that happened was... <laughs> Charlie just started saying anything. That monkey fighter! Yes. Except the swear words to the point where everyone in the section was just laughing. Oh, what the fire truck! Yeah. That was so fucking funny. And Dan Walker's just standing behind us. Death glaring the whole time. We're like, Dan, did you get sent over here? He's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And then I saw it was you idiots. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. He's like, oh, the guy behind you seemed worse than you were. I was like... Yeah, that's yeah. it for sure. So shout out Christian. Shout out yeah. the main Mariners. Um, I think we're going to find ourselves in a lot of those games next year. I think it yep. sounds yep. like uh, both Bob and I might have some, some me stickers on the car too. But we'll, uh, uh, Yeah, I've already got green. I could use some blue. Yeah, yeah. That'd be neat. Um, I legitimately like <clears throat> am going to urine myself if we don't wrap this up soon. So uh, I do have well, some do notes that. from today's uh, cup race, um, and I will just go – um, in order, um, Noah clobbers the fence. <laughs> Dan Suarez runs out of talent. Ty Dillon forgets what a brake pedal is. Harrison Burton still sinks. Ross Chastain's still a weapon. Um, you Martin Truex jo- Jr. wins. You forgot Joey Logano ran out of talent too. No lies detected yeah. on that. Joey list. Logano didn't. He didn't start the day. He obviously has a ton of talent, but he didn't start the day at Dover with talent. So I just for for what he picked at sake, I'm just gonna say Joey Logano stinks, and then we're gonna end this. Uh, I do want to tease. Next week we're gonna do a Patreon show. Um, and Charlie, this is going to be breaking news to you. I've already discussed this with Brad. Um, I listened to a podcast by Theo Vaughn where he just sits in a studio all by himself. So inspired by that, uh, we need you Patreon pals to, we'll, uh, I'll put the thread up tomorrow and we'll let it compile over the course of a week. Give us any topic. Doesn't matter. Just a singular topic. And we're going to put them in a hat. And the three of us are going to draw a, to- a topic where we have to go for 20 minutes by ourselves with oh no input God. from the other two. So if Charlie draws um, it, it red state abortion, it, <laughs> Brad and I are just going to push the microphone <laughs> and let you go for 20 minutes. And then when your 20 minutes is up, Brad will go and he'll go on a rant on why. Uh, never mind. Ripcord. You get it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. That that should be fun. Um Definitely looking forward to Sick. that. I think that'd be. Uh, <laughs> I think that's going to be a, a pretty good time. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So what what do we have going on this weekend? Uh, well, uh, this weekend I think we might actually get to go racing. Uh, look that Sunday, way. May seventh, we're going to be at the world's fastest parking lot, Oxford Plain Speedway, and hopefully get to watch Nate Barth make his limited sportsman debut uh, in the newly branded number twenty three car for us. Um, I think Saturday, Lindsay and I were talking about it. We might make an appearance over at the Star Speedway to watch Bob do Flappy Bird things and Rusty do taxicab things. Yeah, you get it. Oh, and they, we got some like uh. Uh, running of the Kentucky Derby on the racetrack. I think I got to go get a go steal a shopping cart. Do we need a horse? 
Yeah. Um, well, something with wheels on like it. Like an actual stallion. Yeah. Well, I could actually right just here. steal an actual horse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'll be doing Saturday. Star Speedway. Going to be rad. Um, come check it out. Should be a good field of supers. It's definitely going to be a good field of super late models. I think there's over 25 already entered. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. That it's going to be a pretty good race. You know, everybody said Grand Estate was dead, but uh, they're going to have yeah. more cars in New Hampshire than they are in Vermont. So, um, yeah. Come check us out. Um, shout out to I had a bunch of people come over and ask for BFP stickers. I sadly didn't have any. Going to try to get you some. Appreciate you guys for coming over. Yeah, um, we'll get some. Um yeah, so uh, I will actually be at the New London Waterford Speed Bowl, uh, lesserly known as Daddy's Playpen. Um, looking forward to that. I've, I don't bring I your probably, own beer. Uh, yeah, make sure you flaunt it. Yeah, anyone that is going to the blast off down there at uh, the Waterford Speed Bowl, definitely bring your own alcohol and uh, then tell <laughs> yes. Sean for sure to his face. Just tell him, it. tell him that BFP said it was okay. Don't do yeah. that. You'll get kicked out for the year, and uh, <laughs> that's only funny when it's the last event of the year. <laughs> yeah, this this happens to be the first one. Um, I will be uh, making my way down there. Amanda is uh, graduating from college, so I will. Uh, hey, be congrats, the- Amanda! Hey. Uh, Hey, Amanda. Hey. That's going to be me. It, pretty much exactly how Charlie just sounded when she walks <laughs> across the stage. And then I'm just going to sit an air there. Horn. Wait, can we all go to graduation? I mean, you can do whatever you bring, want. Bring an air horn. I'll dump them out. I'm going to be fucking hammered. And that are graduation? My favorite. Yeah. Time and place. My Brad. favorite. Brad. Nope. My my uh, <laughs> favorite thing about, uh, I don't know how much of this I should say, but um, Bill Burr has a terrific fucking joke. Um, well, actually, no, I could say it because it's not even, it's not really offensive. So I guess when, um, Michael Bill Sam, Burr, it's absolutely offensive. Well, no, but it really isn't. If you just think about the context of the premise, but so when Michael Sam, if anyone remembers, he is, he was a openly gay, uh, the first one football. Right? Yeah. The first openly gay football player that was drafted to the NFL, which is okay. And of course. Yes. And so typically when someone gets drafted, they have a draft party and you know, they get up and kiss their sister or whatever and fucking fuck off. But so this guy gets up and kisses his boyfriend as one does. And then Social media just fucking freaked the fuck out. Um, you know, just, just thinking, more or less, just thinking it was like offensive to see, which it's not, obviously, for anyone that has half of a brain. But Bill Burr's joke is, that's what you get for watching the fucking draft. And he's just <laughs> like, what do you go to? A, what do you go to a graduation that you don't, you know, no one at, and just sit there for the entire fucking thing? It's like, oh, next up on the clock is the New York Jets. It's just like fucking. It's like that going to a graduation just is uh one of the things that i'm looking forward to the most um honestly <laughs> and um i just sounds like it it is no but like i just don't know what i'm supposed to do when the rest of the people i don't know are doing you like take your pants off other than drinking out of a flask yell, yell racial obscenity did you ever hear what yippa did at my graduation um no but it sounds like you're about to tell us so, in the world so uh so i i graduated from college obviously and uh, Yippa made the trek out to Ohio. I'll try to make it short because I know you have to piss. Mm. Um, so Did piss in the can the way that you dumped <laughs> that beer in the can. So I am late to um, rehearsal, naturally. Um, so all of my friends were late to rehearsal as well, too. So we all were told that if you're late to rehearsal, you have to go to the back of the line, where we then figured out, it's like, wait a minute. So if we're late, we all just get to walk with each other and not be in alphabetical order with a bunch of strangers. Fuck yeah. They're like, yeah. So they're like, all right, we're going to show up 45 minutes late to rehearsal. So I was... not show up at all at that point. I, I was <clears throat> literally <clears throat> dead last to walk across the, the stage, right? So Yip is sitting there with my father and my buddies, uh, Brandon Lamb and Zach Griggs and, and all these folks that are, are sitting there, right? And Yip, about halfway through, turns to my father and he's like, 
man, that's a really big fucking family. And none of them even look like each other. And everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, all the fucking cum laude's. There's like a hundred of them. (laughs) (laughs) And to the point where that kid is bedarded. Fucking yeetard. To the point where Brandon looked at him, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck did you just say? He's like, the cum laude's. There's like literally a hundred of them. And literally, they're all different colors. They don't (laughs) sukma. None of them look like each other, and it's a fucking huge family. And they're all just like, "There's no way you're serious, right?" (laughs) He could could not have been more serious. Uh, That's a that's a good old young Uncle Yippa story. We didn't already have a show title. Sukma Kumbhade would be a great one. Oh, fuck, yeah. I'm definitely going to urine myself. If you're going to be at the uh, Blast Off at Waterford and you want to buy some merchandise, let uh, just let me know what you would like to me to bring because I don't want to bring everything that we have because we have a metric fuck ton of merchandise. And uh, Bobby will have some stickers this week. I'll bring some stickers to uh, to Waterford as well. And, uh, and uh, yeah. lastly, this is Tuesday, if you're listening to it, or Monday night. It is BFP Night North America. Once again, we are going to have the uh, Myrtle Beach Speedway Rex on the Beach 100 this week. Um, and uh, password drops at 8 o'clock, as it always does. And uh, be there or be square. And uh, just uh, to reiterate, uh, this episode is brought to you by Star Speedway. Like we kind of just already mentioned, the Granite State Pro Stock Series is in town. The Hedges 100, the Hedges Excavating 100, the Bob uh, Bob Weber Senior Memorial for the 350 Supers, six shooters, slingshots, and cruisers. Racing starts at 5 p.m. Go watch Rusty. Go watch Bobby. Be sure to make it out to Star Speedway this Saturday, 5 p.m., and uh, we'll see you at the races. Let's go piss. <laughs> race car, race car. Here we go, race car. <laughs>